So first off, this is a product theater. So uh, this is sponsored by Promius Pharma, a company that's been in business for six years. And uh, what we're going to talk about are some of their products. Here you see all of their products currently. You see Cloderm Cream, Promiseb, and Promiseb Complete, and the Promius Promise. Today, we're going to focus on two tried and true treatments, uh, Cloderm Cream, Clocortolone Pivolate, as well as the Promius Promise, which encompasses a drug that we're all familiar with, isotretinoin. So first, we're going to deal with uh, Cloderm or Clocortolone Pivolate. Now, the reason we're showing you these pictures is because it's unusual these days to see a topical steroid that has a very broad indication. But because Cloderm cream was actually initially approved by the FDA in the 1970s, it actually has a very broad indication that we'll talk about right now. It's indicated for the inflammatory and pruritic manifestations of corticosteroid responsive dermatoses. Okay, so what does that mean? It means basically that you can use this in anything that responds to a cortisone treatment. Okay, that's very different than an indication that we're used to seeing these days, which is indicated for psoriasis, for the treatment of atopic dermatitis, or for the treatment of any other disease. Uh, it does not have a very narrow indication. It has a very broad indication. So if you go back to the pictures, you can treat atopic derm, you can treat psoriasis, you can treat contact derm, and you also notice that there are children in the pictures, and that is because there's actually no age restriction on its use as well. Another byproduct of being a grandfathered product by the FDA is that there is no age restriction on the use of Cloderm cream. Okay, what does that mean? People are going to ask, is it indicated for pediatric use? And the answer is no, but it doesn't have to be indicated for pediatric use for it to be safe because there is no age restriction on its use. It doesn't say can only be used in uh, people who are over the age of 12, which a lot of topical steroids these days say. Okay, and some of the other main points about it, it is a mid-strength class four topical steroid. And uh, as with all topical steroids, systemic absorption can produce reversible HPA axis suppression. But like you just heard, I mean, this is not easy to do. In fact, uh, Cloderm, I'm not going to be presenting it today. They actually have studies from the 70s where um, they actually took medical students and they made them wear these sweatsuits all day long after putting like 60 grams of Cloderm on their body. And they did that for a few weeks and they found no changes at all in their uh, HPA axis. So what's in Cloderm? Well, this is not the active. These, this is what's in the vehicle, and this is important. It's important because Cloderm actually does more than just deliver a topical steroid. Cloderm is an emollient base. Like, you won't find a Cloderm E that comes out after Cloderm, because Cloderm is Cloderm E. It actually contains white petrolata, mineral oil, and sterile alcohol, all very important for emollient function. And possibly more important than what's in it is what's not in it. It doesn't contain lanolin, it doesn't contain propylene glycol, and it is fragrance-free. So for anyone who's been using this product since the 1970s, you will know that this is something you went to when you had a very sensitive patient that you needed to give a topical steroid to. Also very important and uh, very 
uh, reassuring to the practitioner when they prescribe it is that it, its allergy classification is group C. And group C is actually the lowest allergenicity of all topical steroids. And as we all know, topical steroids are becoming more of an issue when we prescribe them as to those people who might be allergic to some topical steroid formulations. So again, it's something to think of. If you have a patient who may be sensitive to some topical steroids, Cloderm cream is actually one that can help them with a low allergenicity. Also important, just recently, Cloderm uh, has been joined by Clocortolone pivolate cream, which is a generic of the Cloderm cream. However, you should know that there is only one company that makes this generic, and that is Dr. Reddy's, the company that actually owns Promius Pharma. It is the exact same product as Cloderm cream. It is made in the exact same place, comes off the same assembly line. It is put into a different tube and into a different box. And that's the only difference between the two. And it's important because as we all know in today's world, being able to get the product in your patient's hands is sometimes the biggest hurdle that we can have. And there are some plans that actually insist that you prescribe a generic drug in order to get it into your patient's hands. This is one case where if you prescribe the generic, you're actually prescribing the exact same medication as the brand name. You don't have to worry about inferiority at all. Now some interesting things that you may not have ever heard of with Cloderm. And these are two recent studies, and you can find this study published in uh, this month's Journal in Drugs and Dermatology. There are two clinical trials that look not at clocortolone pivolate to tell you how well it works as far as topical steroids. It's not comparing a topical steroid to a topical steroid. There are no head-to-head studies on mid-class topical steroids. But what they're doing is they're actually comparing Cloderm to some of the other mid-potency steroids as far as vehicle is concerned. Okay, again, remember I told you that the vehicle is very important in Cloderm because it's an emollient vehicle. And right now we're gonna see some information that shows you just what I'm talking about. So what they did is they took Cloderm cream and they compared it to both locoid lipocream as well as locoid lotion. Okay, I'm sure everyone here is familiar with those. To look at the different biophysical effects such as transepidermal water loss to indicate how occlusive the Cloderm cream is and skin hydration. Again, it's emolliency. How emollient is it? How well is it going to do to give your patient a moisturizing effect? So what they did is in two different studies, they took 18 normal volunteers, so a total of 36 in all the studies. And on four sites on their volar forearm, they did uh, a dry shave. So they irritated the stratum corneum enough that you would get a barrier disruption, okay? So you had four five by five centimeter dry shaved areas on the volar forearm. And then on day two, they had the patients come back and they measured both for transepidermal water loss and they used a corneometer to measure hydration. Okay, they did this at baseline. Nothing had been applied yet. This is just on the skin that's been shaved. At that point, they treated the sites with one of four items. They either put Cloderm cream on one, they put Locoid Lipo cream on one, Locoid lotion on one. One they left untreated, so you had one untreated site that had been irritated by the dry shave, and they had normal skin on that patient that wasn't dry shaved. Okay, so you basically had two controls here. You had both an untreated 
as well as a normal skin. And it's important to note that these were normal human volunteers. These were not patients that had atopic dermatitis. These were patients who were normal skin, okay? So they've actually tried to take someone whose normal skin arm of this study would show very little alteration in transepidermal water loss or in hydration. So let's see what came out. And then they actually measured again at one, two, and four hours with a 30-minute acclimation. So what resulted? If you take a look at the graph, and I'll help walk you through it, you see the top line here for the transepidermal water loss is the most transepidermal water loss, and you would expect that in the damage control, okay? So in the damage control, which is basically a piece of the skin that has been dry shaved, irritated by that, and disrupted barrier, you have the most transepidermal water loss. And conversely, sorry, in the normal control, you have the least amount of disruption in your transepidermal water loss. Again, that's to be expected. I mean, they're, they're, these are normal skin human beings who control their transepidermal water loss pretty well. Okay, so it, it's what occurs in the middle now where it gets interesting. What occurs in the middle? What occurs in the middle is locoid lotion, which is pretty close actually to the damage control. A little bit of improvement, but not much. But then you look down here and the two lines that you see are both cloderm cream and locoid lipocrine. Okay, cloderm cream and locoid lipocrine. There is a marked decrease in transepidermal water loss in those patients' areas that had either cloderm cream applied or locoid lipocrine applied. Both of these were statistically significant to locoid lotion as far as decreasing transepidermal water loss, and they were statistically insignificant from each other, meaning that cloderm and locoid lipocrine worked about as well at decreasing transepidermal water loss, and locoid lotion, not as well. Okay, so this was one arm of this, this is one uh, um, endpoint of the study that they measured the transepidermal water loss. The, the next endpoint of the study was to, was to determine the skin hydration results, okay? And again, let's look at our controls in order to get a little bit of a baseline. So normal skin, you would expect to be the most hydrated, and damaged skin, you would expect to be the least hydrated, okay? And again, it's what's in between that's gonna tell us the story here. Okay, so here, the amount of hydration measured in capacitance actually goes up on the y-axis here. So as you go up, you see that locoid lipocrine and locoid lotion increase hydration, okay? You get an increase in hydration, but note the purple line, the cloderm line, gives you a much higher increase in hydration than you would get with either locoid lipocrine or locoid lotion, okay? coming up towards the normal skin line. Again, these are uh, pretty well-done studies showing a pretty big significant difference between cloderm and locoid lipocrine and lotion as far as hydration and moisturization. So remember at the beginning I told you about the emollients background of, of, uh, of cloderm. This is basically the scientific backup to that. Okay, cloderm is an extremely emollient base that can actually, and we heard from the last lecture, can sometimes be even more important in treating some of the dermatitides that we treat, can all, often be the emollient base that the cortisone is in. Many times we give a patient a strong 
clo uh, you know, clobetasol, cortisone, and their skin becomes very irritated. It disrupts the barrier. It interferes with lipid synthesis in the barrier. And so it's, it's very comforting to know that if you're going to prescribe a cream like Cloderm, you're actually going to moisturize the barrier as well as occlude the barrier, the trans, uh, decrease the transepidermal water loss. Important factors to keep in mind. And again, the study's conclusions are basically that, that it is uh, more occlusive than locoid lotion and similar to the lipocream. And as far as uh, transepidermal water loss is concerned, it's re the reduction is similar to locoid lipocream. And when it comes to moisturizing, it is more moisturizing to the skin than either the lipocream or the lotion of locoid. Okay. So now let's take a look at some pictures. Okay, here's a patient who has atopic dermatitis and has a pruritus score. Remember, the, um, the indication for Cloderm actually is, is for the treatment of pruritus as well as the corticosteroid response of dermatosis. And the patient's pruritus score, the pruritus score is a subjective measure of your patient. The patient comes in and you tell them, are you itchy? And they say yes, and you tell them on a scale of one to 10, how itchy are you? And they say 10 out of 10, you know they're itchy. Okay, so this patient is 10 out of 10. And then this is at day seven, okay? At day seven, it appears that the patient subjectively is doing much better. Their itching, excuse me, is two out of 10, down from 10 out of 10 at day seven. Okay, case two, atopic dermatitis, white female. Again, pruritus score 10 out of 10. At baseline here, they measured a little sooner. At day two, it was two out of 10. And at day seven, zero out of 10. Okay, pretty impressive results, and you can see that the cutaneous manifestations are improving as well as the pruritus. And in these pictures, you can see 8 out of 10 and 7 out of 10, and uh, I know a lot of you are saying in severe atopic dermatitis, a mid-potency cortisone is not what you would usually reach for, but uh, the people wanted to try this cream, and again, Think about Cloderm as a mid-potency. It's a class four topical steroid, but it has an emollient base to it, which often helps a lot of these conditions more. I mean, we all talk about transepidermal water loss and atopic dermatitis and moisturization. Keep that in mind. Again, those are important factors. Okay, so in summary, you've got Cloderm cream, you've got the authorized generic which is clocortolone pivolate made by the same company, the exact same product in a different box that makes it easier for your patient to get. The, the, um, the coupon card that comes with this product actually works on both the brand name as well as the authorized generic. There is no age restriction, so it can be used in, in patients of any age. It is allergy group C, and it comes available in both a large 90-gram tube as well as a 45-gram tube. And it is, to my knowledge, the only cortisone, uh, certainly the branded cortisones creams that have a pump delivery system. There is a, actually a 75-gram pump uh, that Cloderm comes in, which often is very useful in trying to get a parent to use only a certain amount in their children for atopic dermatitis. Okay. So I'm going to actually leave a couple minutes at the end for questions. If you have any, I'm going to just move on to the next product, which is the Promius Promise. And I'm going to be speaking most of the time, uh, for the time I have left, on a program, not on a drug. The drug we're talking about is isotretinoin. The drug that the Promius Promise delivers to the patient is called Xenotane, which is a generic 
version of isotretinoin that's made by Dr. Reddy's Promius Pharma. Okay, so basically, it's, a, it's, it's basically a, another generic that's out there. If you think of Amnesteam, if you think of uh, Myorosan, if you think of uh, Clarivis, you can think Xenotane. This is just another one that's available. Now, one of the problems that we all deal with when we prescribe isotretinoin is that many times, because there are so many generics, oftentimes you just write isotretinoin, or many of us just write Accutane, and it goes to the pharmacy, and they get Clarivis. And then next month, they get amnestine. And then the month after that, they get another one. And a lot of times the patients will come and will tell us, you know, my acne improvement is different this month than it was last month. And it is a common problem that we have. One of the b biggest advantages of using the Promius Promise is that your patient will get the same isotretinoin all the months that they're gonna be on treatment. Because the pharmacy that you're gonna use, and I'll get to that in a couple of minutes, is only gonna dispense Xenotane product. So the, the isotretinoin will be uniform and controlled in your patient if you use this program. So what is the Promius Promise? Well, it's basically, you can think of it as a concierge service. It's for your patient. It is finally someone who is going to help you get isotretinoin in your patient's hands rather than hinder you from getting isotretinoin in your patient's hands. It is a pharmacy service that's going to work with you and your office in order for your patient to not be denied at the pharmacy level. There's free overnight shipping, a $0 copay for eligible patients, and we'll talk about the copay card in a little bit. Uh, they help you with prior auth, and there's a patient assistance program also for those patients who can't afford even uh, with the coupon card. So what's the rationale? Why did uh, Promius Pharma come up with the Promius Promise? Well, it was developed because they found that uh, in year five of the iPledge program, uh, I, the FDA actually looked at the data and found that there was about a million prescriptions of isotretinoin written in that year, and over 400,000, that's over 40% of the prescriptions were denied at the pharmacy level, okay? So why were they denied? Well, the most common reason they were denied for male patients was because the iPledge checkoffs weren't done at the office, okay? And the most common reason they were denied for the female patients is because of the seven-day window, as most of us are used to hearing. And so they looked at this and they said, well, what can we do to make it easier to avoid these denials at the pharmacy level? So this is what they came up with. First, they developed a generic isotretinoin. It's AB-rated to Accutane. It's currently available in 10s, 20s, and 40s. And it is the only isotretinoin, as I talked about before, that is dispensed by Direct Success Pharmacy, the pharmacy that actually is used in the Promius Promise. As far as being bioequivalent to Accutane, Xenotane was actually developed at an interesting time. Accutane was still being manufactured at the beginning of the trials. But by the time the trials ended, Accutane was no longer being manufactured by Roche. Uh, so they actually were forced by the FDA to compare themselves both to Accutane as well as to, as well as to Amnestine. So the first two graphs that you see here on absorption equivalents are to Accutane, and the last one, the one all the way on the right, on my left, your right, is the, uh, is the one that compares it to Amnestine. So you can see that it compares favorably to both Accutane and Amnestine as far as being able to absorb the active ingredient. Okay, so what do you have to do to activate the Promius Promise? You have to do one thing and one thing only, okay? And that is 
you have to send a prescription to this pharmacy, to Direct Success Pharmacy. And you can do that a number of ways. For those of us who are using electronic health records, you're probably e-prescribing. You can e-prescribe to Direct Success Pharmacy. It is available in any database in every system that's used. If you don't, you can call the pharmacy and call in a prescription, or you can fax to the pharmacy. And your Promius reps, or here at the meeting, if you go to the Promius booth, they can give you all the forms you need if you want to use the forms. There's a fax form that's available. But the truth is, the pharmacy will accept if you just take a prescription from your prescription pad and you just fax it to the pharmacy uh, fax number, that will go through as well. You don't have to fill out any forms. The one thing you do have to remember, whether you're e-prescribing or faxing with a form or, or without a form, you must have the iPledge number of the patient on the prescription. It won't work if you don't have it. So save yourself some time, put the iPledge number on. And there's a, there's a big reason why that number's gonna be there, and that's because this is all the things that the pharmacy program does, okay? They, re they receive what you send, then they go on to the iPledge program and they make sure that your patient's record is complete. Now, you may not know this, but CVS pharmacists don't have access to the internet in the pharmacy. So one of the reasons you miss your seven-day window is because it takes a day for them to find out that a patient's iPledge program is intact because it has to be sent to their central processing, which goes on the internet to check the patient's iPledge record. Okay, Direct Success Pharmacy goes on the minute they get your prescription. They go on to see, was everything filled out correctly? Okay, were all the boxes checked off the way they were supposed to be? And that's a, main, that's a major advantage of the program. It adjudicates the prescription. It applies the $0 rebate card when eligible. This works even on cash patients, so it, it gives us a significant discount for cash. Facilitates shipment of the prescription. It gets shipped overnight. We'll talk about that as well. And my favorite part of the program, bar none, is that it calls, texts, or emails the patient who opts in to being reminded. And this is something that alleviates some of the work that you guys have done. You don't have to call the patient to remind them to come back in two weeks because they're running out of pills. They're reminded by the pharmacy. They're told by the pharmacy program, you know, you're, you should be seeing your doctor within the next two weeks. You're going to run out of medicine. You're probably going to need to check those blood tests. And they tell the patient, get on it, go do it. This is something that you don't have to deal with at all. It's done by the program. Okay. Step two. Okay, again, they log on to the iPledge program. That's different than most pharmacies do in the country. And within uh, a couple of minutes, they know whether the patient is conforming to iPledge standards. And number eight, patient reminder, book follow-up visit two weeks prior to the end of 30-day course therapy. Again, they're finding out right away that your patient is in compliance with iPledge or not, and then they're reminding the patient to go back to your office. Everything else that occurs you don't need to worry about, but the pharmacy is taking care of. They're making sure the insurance is there. They're shipping the product out to the patient. And so all you did was you sent your prescription into Direct Success Pharmacy, and then they take care of everything else. The shipping is interesting. It's overnight shipping anywhere in the 50 states. And so you can, you know, your patient can say, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm leaving on vacation tomorrow, and that's okay. If they're going, you know, to vacation in Hawaii, that doesn't matter. They just tell Direct Success they're going to be in Hawaii tomorrow, and Direct Success will overnight it to their hotel in Hawaii. Not a problem. Okay, these are the forms that uh, are available if you want them. That's the fax form that's available. Uh, 
some tear-off sheets, instructions how to e-prescribe. The only thing that I deal with, personally, is we have this tear-off sheet on a little pad. And what this sheet does is it gives all the information about Direct Success Pharmacy to your patient. We originally told the patient, you know, in a couple hours you'll hear from the pharmacy. We just bypass that and tell the patient, when you leave here, we e-prescribe. I tell them your prescription's already at the pharmacy. When you leave here, just call the pharmacy, tell them your prescription's there, and they'll get all the insurance information from you, and they're going to get it processed, and you're going to have your isotretinoin at your door the day after tomorrow. Okay, because what happens is they process it that day, they package it the next day, it goes out the next night, and you, they get it the day after tomorrow. So if you see the patient on day one, on Monday, if everything goes through with their insurance and they call the pharmacy, then they'll have that drug on Wednesday at their door, at their office, wherever someone who's 18 years old can sign for it, and that's it. They don't have to go to the pharmacy, they don't have to remember to go to the pharmacy within the next couple days, they gotta make one phone call, and it's taken care of for them overnight shipping, and uh, you don't have to worry if it's shipped to an office. It doesn't say your Accutane is inside the box, okay? It just says DSP um, LLC on the box. So no one would know that there's even medication in it. There's a call center, so a patient has questions or they have problems, they can call from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. The monthly reminders I talked about, that's the best part as far as I'm concerned. And uh, your patient basically has another resource that they can go to. And the pharmacy deals with a lot of questions. Eventually, they'll tell them to call the physician if, or the, the office if there is a problem. But um, they uh, actually uh, have developed a, uh, quite a relationship with a lot of the patients. Okay, so let's look at the numbers and see this has been going on now about a year, how they're doing. Well, it turns out that about 38% uh, of the prescriptions written for Zenitane have been for uh, women of reproductive potential. Um, and uh, most prescriptions have been for male patients. E-prescribing is the most common mode of transmission of the prescription, but people do fax and people do call the pharmacy as well. Uh, 95 plus percent of the patients opt into the reminder program. Again, my favorite part. The shipping, 91% of all prescriptions are filled within four hours of gaining the details. So once they make that call to the pharmacy and everything gets straightened out through the insurance, four hours later the prescription is processed. 70, about 70% 70 of patients get the medication shipped to their house and about 30% uh, of the patients get the medication shipped to some other address. 25% of uh, all iPledge dermatology professionals of all offices in the country uh, have used or continue to use the Promius Promise, and I've been told now actually that over 13,000 patients have been supported by the Promius Promise just in the last year. So who benefits from the Promius Promise and from Zenitane? Well, you can read the slide, but I can just tell you in two seconds, it's basically everyone. Everyone's busy. Your patient's busy, you're busy, and I pledge sucks, right? So here's a program that uh, basically helps you help your patient, okay? It's gonna take a lot of the headaches out of the office and put them at a pharmacy that's gonna be a concierge program for your patient. Um, it is gonna make sure that you've done everything right for iPledge, that your patient has done everything right for iPledge. Let's say you forget to confirm the counseling to your male patients, then they'll call the office. But only when it's something that they can't deal with will they call the office and tell you that, um, that there's an issue. 
Um, they will do everything in their power to make it easier for you, including if there is a prior authorization that is necessary for isotretinoin on that patient, they will actually get the prior auth form, they will fill it out to the best of their ability, and they'll then send it to your office for completion. Okay, so they will do just about everything for you that they can, and then uh, let, you do, let, let you complete the work. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a very helpful service that uh, my isotretinoin patients have benefited from and, and our office has certainly benefited from because a lot of the headaches that we associate with prescribing isotretinoin are actually dealt with by this program. Basically, that means uh, a summary slide. It assists with insurance concerns, out-of-pocket costs, um, and one thing I didn't mention, which was on one of the slides on performance, 86% of the patients received their isotretinoin, and their xenotane at $0 cost. So a lot of times people ask, how well does the card, how well does the coupon work? Okay, 86% of the time, it actually brought down the cost to zero for insured patients. Also something to think about. Okay, and I believe that that's it. Thank you very much for your time.